You're out getting good with your pals the other night. It's Thirsty Thursday. And that means we're once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one is guaranteed to get you laid. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always. <laughs> Did you pause for a laugh there? <laughs> no, I just realized I'm not sharing the screen. <laughs> so they don't hear anything. Here we go. We'll just pretend we get it. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. Victor's still playing with all his... Yeah. One of these days, we'll actually have a smooth intro to this. But yeah, as, as, as I said the joke, I realized, ah, oh, crap. They don't even hear the music. They don't hear anything right now. So anyway... Uh, I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt coming off vacation. And the, oh, thank you for that. Here, let me do mine too. One second here. Oh, that that was slow and That's right. I like to do it slow. You got to open the can. Own the can open, man. <laughs> and uh, the inconceivable Victor. Hello, everybody. <laughs> His enthusiasm is radiating. Today. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm just. Uh, I was just uh, taken down a notch. I was ready with my guitar, and uh, when I plugged it in, I realized my battery was dead. Oh. So you had the same yeah. thing where I was all excited that this intro was going smoothly until I realized I wasn't sharing the audio. Yeah. Same so thing. Fucking yeah. amateurs. <laughs> I can't. I can't work with these fucking amateurs. All right. <laughs> Uh, so uh, well, we're, we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify, everywhere you can get podcasts. And you can follow us on Twitter at Produce Stand Pod. How you guys been this week? Let, let's start with Matt. Matt, you were on vacation. How was vacation? Yeah. Uh, sorry, everyone. I know that uh, everyone was devastated that we couldn't do this last week, and I take full credit for that. But well, it was awesome. Especially Miriam. Uh, Miriam even commented on Twitter. <laughs> I saw that and I, and I kind of loosely apologized, but not really. Um, cause it was great. We went up North and had a cottage and just, uh, effed off from the city for a week. It was, it was great, man. That's not the, the cottage was uh, just outside uh, Huntsville, right? Yeah. Yeah. We rented a place with the, the family and the in-laws. Luckily I like my in-laws. So that was, uh, that was great. It was, uh, in the boat, got my old, my oldest son up wakeboarding. Nice. Uh, and basically the whole week in the water. It was epic. Yeah, Perfect. Awesome. Uh, Victor, how was your week? Yeah, it was good. You know, weather's been really good lately, so I've been enjoying my runs. Uh, it's uh, a lot nicer to run in, you know, in cooler weather. So, so I like that. And uh, uh, but working, so uh, not that much time, free time. So, so you're still running, uh, eh? How 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 much are you running a day? Well, I'm not running every day. I'm running every every other day, and mm -hmm. I'm when I go out, it's usually around 10k. It has. It, wow. I've got to hit at least 10k. So otherwise, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do it. That's uh, you're a beast. That's about 12k more than I run a day. How long does that take <laughs> you, you? Like two hours? <laughs> yeah. What? No, what no. Um, just just around an hour. Like depending. It's, again, depends on the weather, right? So if it's 24 degrees or less, then I'm, I'm definitely, I'm under in that 55 minute mark or less. But if it's uh, 27 or more, I'm like around 110. Are you going to run out? Like anywhere between 530 and six minutes per K roughly. What's that? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, per K, yeah. So it's anywhere from five thirty to to six and change. Yeah, yeah. machine. Are you are you training for a marathon or anything like that? No, I'm just trying to maintain my uh, diet. That's impressive because your 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 running partner <laughs> is leaving the country. So, hey, Victor, you're... I remember we did that half we did that half a couple years ago, and yeah. we were all talking about how hard we were working. Victor was like, "Yeah, it's no problem. I'll show up and I'll do it." And he did. And it was like you you, you and I'm sure you work hard because it sounds like you run a lot, but you made it sound like you barely did it, and then just no. showed up and ran a half marathon like it was nothing. No, like for the first, when I started running, the first six months were brutal. Like it was every day, you know, it was pain. My knees, I, I had like chronic knee pain for 20 years. And, and, you know, when I started running, my knees just started getting even worse. So I kind of thought, am I, you know, is this going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to play with my grandchildren and things like that. So I started doing some research and half of the internet, uh, I called the internet guy. And uh, apparently half the internet uh, thought that uh, I was permanently damaging my knees. And, uh, you know, the other half said, no, you just need to get over the hump. So I, I, I went with the latter. You got to love Dr. Google. You always find the answer you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's just it. You build your own narrative, right? <laughs> and, and so the narrative I wrote worked for me. Uh, and I did get over the hump, but it did take like six months. Yeah. Uh, and, and I have no, like I have zero knee pain. So this is just for me. I've got wow. zero knee pain after 20 years of chronic knee pain. And now, I thought, you know, it's, it's great. Now, is that because you lost weight during the, the six months? And then no. that's why you... No. Oh, no. No, it's building up muscle in your in the specific areas of where the, of your legs where you're not putting all the pressure on your ligaments and and uh, it's just it takes it takes time for that to happen. Yeah. Well, it's good that you're keeping it up because your running partner she's leaving the country, so uh, you're gonna have to just keep going. <laughs> That's just it. Yeah. Exactly. I'll 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 uh, you know uh, have to visit her and we'll do some nice. Uh, I take a couple of routes around her new town. So yeah, well, that, shout, shout out, she said. shout out to <laughs> shout out to Sherry. We're gonna miss her when she uh, moves to Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. Matt, Matt didn't know. She's, she's the one that got me into it. So you know. <laughs> well, well, okay, this is an offline conversation. Yeah, Matt just, didn't know. He, I just the, heard something I didn't know and. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll take it offline. All right. I know what uh, I'm doing tomorrow. So, yeah, exactly. Well, tomorrow's her last day. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about getting your COVID kind of push out yeah. and get on with Mike. things. And I thought we were friends. Apparently not. Uh, well, you were you were away. You went on vacation, uh, and and it's you know, it's been a bit news that just developed over the last four days. Uh, it kind of developed last week when you were away. Uh, so um, tomorrow. Yeah, you'll talk to it tomorrow. And so uh, speaking of Twitter, which we weren't, but uh, I needed to segue into Twitter. <laughs> uh, I just want to say in the week that, that Matt was off, I was posting a lot of uh, uh, clips and stuff from the last episode. And we're getting a lot of like plays like uh, our plays have increased like by 3000 percent, which it just means they were really, really low before. But but it, it's it's going up. I was going to say we have 3000 listeners. No, no. 3000 percent. So, wow. Anyway. Uh, like it took us four episodes to, to get, uh, you know, a certain number of, uh, of listens. And in the last episode, we've tripled that. So not bad. Um, and that, you know, maybe you should go on vacation more often, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to shout out some of our new Twitter followers, uh, Miriam, who uh, actually gave Matt shit for going on vacation because she was just getting, uh, uh, to enjoy the podcast and Miriam comes to us from the Toronto Mike podcast. She's what is known as a FOTM friend of Toronto Mike. 
And when she heard that I was starting one up, she she was very nice to come and, and check it out. She even said, oh, I can't wait. I'm actually waiting for season three to come out and of Letter Kenny to come out at the library so I can get it. So she's one of those weird people that gets her. Uh, weird people. That's not weird. That's still, I spent three years doing that. It's still a thing. No, she. Yeah, she got season three at the library. So she's uh, she's been listening along. And, and when we took a week off, she got a little uh, perturbed. But so she Miriam, called, it's savvy. It's not <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not weird. No, not it's not all. weird. We I appreciate I appreciate you, Miriam. You know, I do. <laughs> uh, also, crazy talk, Al. And that's not Al. Uh, uh, that's not a guy's name. That's Allison Brooks from AllisonBrooks.com. She's a writer. Uh, Amy Whitaker from New Brunswick. Shout out Paul Morris uh, from Toronto. I wonder if it's the isn't wasn't the guy who used to do the Leafs announcements. His name, Paul Morris, uh, uh, the guy who announced the goals, Victor. I don't recall that. Oh. I know uh, Frost, but uh, Andy that's the Frost. Most no, before before Andy, Andy Frost. Frost. Yeah, uh, Thor, son of Odin from Parts Unknown. Brenda LaSalle from Georgia. We have a lot of Americans listening. Howell fourteen L or something like that from Washington State. Anthony Pacheco from uh, from California with the last name like that. You've got to be a fellow pork chop. Uh, Brian Ross from uh, he's an American living in Germany, apparently Jude. So Jude, uh, she made these deep, fake, deep fake videos. Have you ever heard of deep fake? Yes. Yeah. So she made uh, deep fake videos of uh, Hulk Hogan, but she imposed um, Wayne's face on Hulk. Uh, and it looks it looks really weird. But the, and then she made this other video of The Rock, the wrestler, The Rock. But she, she imposed Katie's face on The Rock. And weirdly, it looked really cool. <laughs> so shout out to her. Uh, for some reason, the Venn diagram of, of uh, WWE fans and, and Letterkenny fans seem to overlap quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> Brittany Sarah from Canada, rural Rust Belt. From Parts Unknown, Jeffrey Hazelwood from Indiana, Paul J. Updike from Parts Unknown, Jason Cutler from Maine, and V from Parts Unknown. So uh, that's uh, 16 new followers in the last week. Hooray! Incredible. I know. Incredible. Uh, Jason. Any, any, any iTunes reviews? No, no iTunes reviews yet. So get on that, people. Pitter-patter. Get, get some iTunes reviews. Uh, Jason actually did a shout-out uh, on Twitter. He said, enjoying the new... Uh, or sorry, enjoying the show, Ferda, and um, so much good stuff to come, Ferda. They don't even know Shorzy. Can't wait till y'all fuck that pig. Keep up the good work. So he's enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shorzy. Yeah. So yeah, Matt and I know about Shorzy. Uh, Tanya and well, Victor we, don't yet. Well, we're jumping the gun, but we got that. We got our first meeting at him. Yes, we did. So let's. Uh, yes. Yeah. So you know what? Oh, and before so before we start the the recap. Um, we do have our first uh, guest uh, lined up, and that's Dean Giles from the How Are You Now uh, podcast. He's uh, he's going to come on with us. Um, I'm thinking maybe between seasons, so maybe at the end, uh, after we've done the, lo- uh, the last episode of this season, we'll have him on to do like a recap or whatever to chat uh, with him. So he's he's from the How Are You Now podcast, the toughest podcast in Letterkenny. Uh, they're they're out in Seattle, uh, and uh, he's he's excited to come in, uh, to join us. He's been listening, and I've been. Oh. I've listened to them and, and uh, we'll have a little friendly, uh, friendly chat, but down by the, by the end of the lane. 
<laughs> and Seattle, we can we can talk Grey's Anatomy too, right? Or or the Kraken. I mean, I don't know. Sure. Is is is, oh, Jen, there you go. is Jen watching Grey's right now? <laughs> no, she she was upset that I had to step out to the porch. Uh, but, it, well, doesn't isn't she used to this yet? Isn't she what? Isn't she used to this yet? Yeah, I, you'd think, but it's still a disruption to her evening. Oh. I'm, I'm Two weeks so, off, you have to ferber her again. Yeah, exactly. Oh, geez, here we go. It's, it doesn't work, man. It doesn't work. All right, here we go. Every Thursday, I remind her, and it's still let's get at her. the same thing. All right, pitter patter, let's get at her. Uh, two weeks ago, we reviewed season one, episode three, Fart Book. The episode received surprisingly and amazingly a fresh rating from Victor and Tanya, and a, and clearance ratings from uh, Matt and myself. So today, we're going to review uh, episode four of season one. Uh, Matt, uh, have you done your homework? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> what when did you do? Yesterday or just or just before getting so, on today? I tried to get ahead. Of, I know we got in trouble last time for procrastinating. <laughs> no, so you I did. Tried to do it yes. Whatever, man. <laughs> I tried to do it yesterday, and it didn't happen. So I ended up doing it about an hour ago. All right. <laughs> hey, that's better than uh, last week. Or yeah. wasn't it like thirty minutes before the show? Yeah, he, you, you were actually complaining the show went on too long because you were probably rushing to <laughs> to, to get to this. Uh, Victor, you've done your homework. Yeah, unfortunately, I did. Yeah, unfortunately, uh-oh. Uh, what are you saying, unfortunately? Did you watch the same episode I watched? <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. I, I already <laughs> dissension. All right. Uh, did William and and, uh, and uh, Linda watch? They did as well. I feel like, oh, I, I feel like I know why you, you didn't enjoy this one. Anyway, we'll see if you enjoyed it or not. Yeah. Okay, we'll start with the recap. The cold open is springtime at Letter Kenny, and that means spring fever. The Hicks are at Modine's uh, talking about how long it's been since they've had relations. And Gail reminds them that the college girls will be home for summer soon. We should just be out there just pole vaulting around town, boys. Wouldn't say that would have been a toe curling. I don't mean maybe. Won't be long before you have the option. College and university kids will be home for the summer next week. Oh, that should help your spring fever, which is a serious condition if not handled appropriately. Mini skirt and T-bar season. Yep. By all means, ladies, express yourselves. Just go easy down there, squirrely down. I suffered severely from the spring fever last year. Had to go into full cougar mode with an 18-year-old. Oh? May have been my second cousin. Oh. It's either that or be at home flicking it to Grapefruit League baseball highlights. <laughs> all right too far there's some great lines from squirrely dan in this one uh oh this are ever <laughs> but also gail's just so filthy uh, his, his lines are elevated because everyone else's lines are so degrading oh boy yeah um so speaking of degrading anyway uh so gail proposes a bet let's say we make this interesting whichever one's you grabs a tail first gets 50 bucks off their bar tab in that is a Texas size ten four. No, you two get after it. All right, so Squirrely Dan and uh, Derry are placing a bet to who's going to get lucky first. Uh, wasn't there a Seinfeld episode like this, or that wasn't who was going to get lucky? That was gonna, who who can go mm-hmm. the longest out masturbating, right? Yeah, yeah, not not why exactly. Would they do that. What's that? <laughs> so why would one do that? I, I don't know, but uh, a stupid ass bet. The, the, the storyline did seem a little uh, familiar. So uh, Wayne doesn't accept, but Derry and Dan are in. Here's a tip. When the getting's good around here, stay close to your pal Wayne. Kids got more spunk than a hotel room hand towel. Well, here's a tip. Don't fart in a spacesuit. Here's a tip. Don't sneeze when you're taking a piss. Here's a tip. It's really hard to get tuna out of your dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, uh, squirrely Dan. <laughs> funny. I thought I, I thought that's what he said, but I didn't quite catch it. So rejoining it and confirming that is just better than I thought it was. Here's a tips card. Hard to get tune out of your dick hole, and and no elaboration, no like, anything. Just <laughs> paint. Drop that vivid picture right there. It's uh. like it's a small town pie shopping, right? Yeah. Can't <laughs> Uh, and that's where we get Wayne's first uh, word of wisdom. You naturally prefer companionship, but I guess there's a lot worse things than playing a little one-man couch hockey in the dark. One-man couch hockey in the dark. So, all right, there's a setup for the first ep- or this episode, Spring Fever. Basically, it's going to be uh, a, an episode about uh, horny letter Kenny. Wingman. Yeah, wingman. Well, Wayne's the wing. Yeah, wingman and Wayne. So um, uh, what were your first impressions, Matt? <laughs> I'm going to be honest I'm very optimistic about this one this one made me laugh right from the get go uh, and, and you know it's, there, there's a lot of depth to this episode what? how can <laughs> you <laughs> even say now, that? I know I'm kidding but now that we're over the fuck book hump this one was so refreshing um, and, 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 and I'm excited to hear actually Tanya's opinion as we get into uh. this because there's a lot of there's a lot of what Wayne says and opinions but on what women's likes and I'm curious to see if there's any, 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 you know, actual truth to some of this or is he all over the fucking map? I, th- I think Wayne is a very well-read hick. I really, <laughs> he comes up with some, so he drops some knowledge in, in these episodes, but him and, and Squirrely Dan, but, but I feel like Squirrely Dan's mostly the useless knowledge dropper, but uh, <laughs> everything Wayne says is, is pretty useful. And he's a class act if you pay attention this episode. I think so too. I agree. We'll see. We'll see what Tanya because because uh, once again, I don't know if when she watches it with me, she she deliberately like doesn't show <laughs> any reaction because I'm just sitting on the couch giggling to myself, and every once in a while I'll steal a peek, and she's not like flinching. So I'm like, oh god, she's hating this. She's hating this. But we'll see. But but does she? But do you typically laugh at things like out loud when you watch things? If you um, find them funny, if it's funny to me, absolutely, I will laugh out loud. But because, yeah, so go ahead. Yeah, for the most part, I guess I can sit because I. It's like watching a magician. If you if you kind of start um, thinking too much of what it is that he's going to do, you're going to miss what he does. Like if you try to figure it out, you know what I mean. It's the same thing with comedy, if, especially this show. If you start laughing, you're going to miss a pile of things that they say <laughs> and have no idea what's going on. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially so it's, it's, it's the, 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 the line about not letting yourself go because you do secretly find it hilarious. Absolutely not. You, you don't want Absolutely to miss Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I, I shake. Actually, yourself. Yeah. I'm someone who, I, I mean, I've been laughed at for years for laughing out loud so aggressively at things I watch, um, even if there's no one around. I could be watching TV by myself, but I remember watching a movie with a couple of friends one time, and I was dying the whole movie, and him and his girlfriend, not a word from them. <laughs> and and when we got to the end of the movie, I looked at them, I said, so so did, did you guys like it? And my buddy's like, yo, it was like the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure? Like, <laughs> they didn't flinch the whole movie. Yeah. What about you, Victor? What were your first impressions? Well, like Matt, I was optimistic as well, but it uh, went a different direction for me. Oh. Um, so I thought, you know, I, I thought for some reason, I thought it was going to be like a hockey themed episode. Um, it is. And well, sh- yeah, yes and no. And I mean, there's two storylines, right? But the kind of the main storyline is kind of set up in this scene. And, you know, I already had kind of my... Um, 
thoughts about the Gale character mm-hmm. in terms of I'm not really liking the way they're where they're going with that character. I don't I don't get why they need to make her so so crude. And that part I I can't I can't really get like I can't picture a, a real life scenario even in Hicksville where you've got a bartender that is <laughs> that is like that. I mean, so so this the the kind of the plot that is being set up here sounds like it could be fun. But the way that it's set up in such a crude way by this, you know, like the only other female in the show that they make just so nasty and disgusting, it just put just right away, just put a nasty, just put a bad. So, Victor, put me in a bad place. It's a comedy, right? You know that, right? And I'm not trying. Listen, I'm not trying. I get it. I get it. Victor's a prude. But I agree with Victor. It's not it's not about it. it, 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 Yeah, it's a comedy, but they just they take her character too far where it's off putting. You know what I find? uh, Nasty. You know what they what what I find (laughs) that they're they're really good at in this show. And we're going to see a lot more evidence of this later is they're really good at flipping uh, uh, expectations or kind of uh, doing the opposite of what you think. So usually on on a show like this, you have a crude character like that. And it's a male character. Uh, In this case, Gail is and and she's a good point. The the filthiness is amplified by the fact that it's a woman. Like, I think if if the same stuff is being said, or maybe not exactly the same stuff, but because it's very gender specific, but (laughs) but similar stuff uh, was being said by a a male character. I mean, I think of like, what's what's his name? Barney. Was it Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother? I even go to like Stifler in, in Stifler. like American pop movies and things like that. Or or Dan one of the one of the dirtiest Dan Fielding in Night Court. I mean, you know, those were famously like filthy characters who um because they were men got away with it. So and and so Letter Kenny does that a lot. And and Gail, I think, is one prime example of that. And is yeah, it, yeah I, you make a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, good point, except that she's literally the only other woman so far. Okay, but you gotta give it to we're, this is episode four, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I know. Yeah. I'm, listen, I'm not. I'm not putting the whole thing on this. I'm just yeah, saying no, for no, me no, the no, way no, they start the episode. It's all good. And, and I asked hook me. Yeah, and I asked you for, me because of that. Yeah, I asked you for your views on that. Another another one there is uh, is Katie because Katie, you're right. She's uh, not. She's kind of you know um, loose. Loose. Uh, but picture- she's loose but likable. It's a little different. Yeah, loose there's nothing like- likable. I can't lie. I'm crush. I crush on Katie a little. Yeah. Well, but the thing is with well, Katie again. If, Ka- if, if Katie were a male character, people wouldn't flinch. And the other thing about Katie is she has she's in these kind of situations, like in a polyamorous relationship with the two hockey players. Uh, but she's always in, she's the one in control. But she's in control. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the difference between the two women is one is like, no, this is what I will stand up for. This is what I will put up with and you better improve yourself sort of thing. And the yeah. other one just wants to do it anywhere and flick herself and grind <laughs> stuff. And there's nothing so far. There's no, no upside to her. No. Uh, well, yeah, then, then, then you're not going to like this episode at all because there's a whole lot more coming from Gail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I take the Gale bits out, and yeah. you know it's it becomes much better. All right, scene one. We're still on scene one. The hockey players are tripping someone right. from the uh, opposition team uh, during a game. This is the first time we hear Shorzy, who joins in, but definitely not the last time. Wearing number twenty-two for the Tackville Tornadoes. Who fucking cares? Dig deep, bear down, you fucking hero. You're my fucking hero, Tutu. Nice flow, you fucking donkey. Take a lap. They give your balls a tug, you tit fucker. <laughs> so that 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 high that high pitched voice in the, uh, at the end there was Shorzy. Um, 
So Shorzy cool. is a char- a recurring character that you don't never see his face, but he's at twenty two. No, 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 no. So oh. they're they're picking on twenty two. Shorzy is actually on their team, uh, and uh, he's an interesting character. He he becomes a, a <laughs> he becomes a favorite of many people uh, online. Anyway. Yeah. Um, he's played by uh, Jared Kiso. So Wayne Wayne plays Shorzy as well. So oh. that's why you, know. oh, you can hear it. You can for yeah. sure hear it. Yeah. But yeah, um, but you'll there's a there's, I, I have to go back and listen again. Yeah, there's a scene featuring you'll get Shor- lots more chance. Yeah, there's a scene featuring Shorzy in a bit that uh, Tanya, I'm sure, will will remember. Uh, the hockey players look up in the stands where all the puck bunnies are sitting, uh, but they don't see Katie and they wonder why she doesn't go to their games anymore. Scene two, back in uh, Wayne and Katie's kitchen, the Hicks are talking about uh, what they're looking forward to most about the return of spring and letter. Kenny uh, Wayne is looking forward to playing Big Buck Hunter, the video game. <laughs> Uh, Squirrely Dan is looking forward to Gail's pickled eggs or pickled sausages. There's apparently no wrong answer to that question. Uh, Derry is looking for love. And Katie warns Derry not to get his hopes up too high. Uh, Then we learn about the Hicks stance on belts. You guys going to be wearing belts? Hard no. Why don't you guys wear belts? Because we buy pants that fucking fit. Why would I buy a piece of leather that costs $25 when I have a perfectly good skate lace at home? $25, no. <laughs> Fucking $25? You're lucky to have a $25 belt. Fuck. You've been to Winners lately? You're talking about $35, $45. Winners, slow down there, Mr. Rockefeller. We go down to the flea market and say, Jacob, $25 gets you at least five belts. Rocket Plus belts. a commemorative belt buckle says, Jesus holds up my pants for Sunday morning. Mm, I love it. So for those of you not in the area, St. Jacob's is a, is a well-known uh, um, uh, men, Mennonite or, or uh, Amish community. Mennonite. Is, is it Mennonite? Uh, Amish. So. Sorry. Amish, Amish. 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 Yeah. They have a wicked market. Yeah. They have a market where you can buy belts. That say <laughs> which, which also I think plays like, again, we know the show is filmed and, and, and created up in the Sudbury area, mm-hmm. but I think the St. Jacob's reference also takes them back closer to where, um, where the show is inspired from in that area. Yeah. So there, there was that can, kind of came up in, in the, um, um, uh, how are you now podcast? They were wondering, cause they're from Seattle. They, they don't know. Uh, but what, when they refer to the city, which city are they referring to? So if, if this takes place in Listowel, the closest major city would be Toronto only a couple hours away. Uh, but yeah. it's shot in Sudbury and Sudbury is like four or five hours from Toronto. So the closest yeah. city there would be north. like, would be Ottawa. Right. Uh, probably Mennonite. Google just waited. Mennonite. Yeah. St. Jacob. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. <laughs> Mennonite. <laughs> so, that would bug me. So uh, Jonesy and Riley. Uh, next scene. Jonesy and Riley await Katie at the end of the laneway, mourning yet another loss. I think ten in a row. Uh, it's everyone else's fault, but theirs. They start naming off players on their team. Victor, you probably enjoyed this. Schultzy, Soupy, Smitty, Millsy, Cartsy, Burnsy, Berksy, Coopsy. Who's playing like poopsie, and that triggers them to make fun of all uh, like NHL players. M- yeah, M- yeah. Milan Pukaras, Robert Luongo, yeah. Milan Pupich and PK Puban and Ryan Pujan Hopkins and Pukarask and yeah, it's it's Pukarask. Yeah, that was a favorite and and for William Saku Koipu. Uh, Katie walks <laughs> up and they ask her why uh, she doesn't come out to any of their games anymore. Katie, how come you don't watch us play anymore? Because you're dog shit. <laughs> because you're dodging <laughs> and they're like no we're not oh wait maybe we are honest yeah but but they're self-reflective because they're like oh you're right you make a point the coach isn't playing us so maybe we are dog shit so they go and and um talk to their coach about getting more ice time <clears throat> and this is where we meet uh, for the first time uh 
coach. I don't think he's got a name other than coach, but he's played by Mark Forward, and he's 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 awesome. We're the biggest Pantene pros in the league. Mixing some big minutes for a couple of stick and pocksters. You guys don't give a shit about winning. You just like the hockey player lifestyle. You're posers. But what do we got to do? Need to get in shape, study the tape, play with some intensity. Hold my spitter. So basically what you're saying is we're at this level, but we got to get to this level. <laughs> Done. You're a fucking beauty. Registered beautician. What do you guys think of the program? Well, uh, just kidding. I don't give a fuck. We're going to see a lot more coach later, but yeah, that's a uh, registered beautician. The, the, the beauty comments still care. Again, I've said, I think I said in the first episode, one of my closest friends is a full on jock and yeah. he uses beauty on the regular. Like I'll get a random text. They're like, dude, you're a beaut. Yeah. And, and it just, and it's, it makes me laugh every time. So I watch these two idiots. I just, I think of him and it's, it's spot on. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, scene five. First night at Modine's, hopping with college girls. Wayne is playing Big Buck Hunter Pro and making some money. He's uh, he's hustling. Uh, Dan is at the bar treating Derry to one of his patented life lessons. And that's when she cut off her balls. Cut off her balls? Correct. I think you mean cut off his balls. Incorrect. Oh, no? Oh, Yes. That is why you never give a sword to a hooker. <laughs> and that is why you never give a sword to a hooker. It's really that was on fire this episode. Oh, man. Derry uh, notices a nice looking gr- uh, group of girls, but then he finds out that one of them dated Boots. And so we revisit the ostrich. Oh, the ostrich saga. Ostrich. And Gail adds her two cents to. Uh, this is real talk. All right. Here we go. She dated Boots for a little while before he went to jail. Guys, ever hear anything about that guy fucking an ostrich? No. The ginger fucked an ostrich. Allegedly. It'll take more than one guy to fuck an ostrich. We've heard that it was a sick ostrich. (laughs) Well, it would take two guys to fuck an ostrich. Three even. Again. Three now. (laughs) We're hearing it was a sick ostrich. Still, it's a three-man job to fuck one. Talk about going to the well one too many times. All right. Like, you know come what? on. I'm going to call you on this, though, honey, because... with the ostrich. Wait a minute. All right, guys. Oh, shit. Here, here we, we go. go. I'm going to I'm gonna uh, tell on, on my <laughs> wife here. After the last episode... <laughs> uh, so after we record, I usually stay down here and I... Because uh, I, I, I want to edit and I want to put, put the, the, the upload the episode. She went to bed, but she didn't go right to sleep. Instead, I get a text from her saying, uh, what was the te- Maybe I need to read the text. Can, can I have my phone, please? Oh, boy. I had to, I had to investigate. To Real talk. S- to see how an ostrich mates. <laughs> to see whether or not it would be feasible for a person to... to- so... Here's a text I got at, at 10, 10 to midnight the night after we recorded the last episode. Huh. Ostrich's mating wasn't what I thought it would be. <laughs> Dude, she's a keeper. I, I thought bums up, head in the sand kind of thing. <laughs> Turns out they sit, sit on the ground for it. There's no way a human could do it. <laughs> the video evidence has been locked in. <laughs> I hate that I looked that up. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I'm you crying. can't undo that. You can't undo that. <laughs> oh shit. So the fact that she's oh. like moaning and complaining right now about going to the well too many times, she oh. she went to the well. She went to the Google. I, I feel like it's a soap opera, just like a standalone soap opera on this poor friggin' ostrich <laughs> that did it or did it not get fucked up at the ass by a by some guy. And with or without consent. I'm just and like every sick. every episode we seem to get like a little bit more information. Now it's and, a sick ostrich. Well, and now there's three people and involved. Now there's three people, and it's still I mean, they're a big bird. Let's give them credit. They're yeah. a big ass. Yeah, bird. we saw one at the Unveiled Zoo. They're big. And, and I just got to say, from looking it up on the internet on the mating uh, technique, um, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> there is just no way. No. All right, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> So, now, now you're all going to look it up tonight. All right. Um, so it doesn't seem to I matter. Appreciate you. <laughs> it doesn't seem to matter to Derry that the girl dated Boots, um, although he's uh, he's not picking up on her vibes. Wingman Wayne needs to explain to Derry how women show their interest. You see what she's doing with her hair? That's called a hair show. When a gal's sweet on a guy and she wants to get his attention, she just start fucking with her hair a whole bunch. And what fur? Well, it's so you notice more about the way they look. Like how her face is framed with her hair up or down. And also make you think like, well, like, wouldn't you want to touch it? <laughs> well, yeah, I think I would like to touch it. Well, get after it. But don't leave with the touch and All right, I will. Just, not just yet. Maybe after a couple. <laughs> well, I'd like, I would like to touch it. So Wayne uh, has a lot of insight to uh, women's uh, w- mating rituals. <laughs> Tanya, Tanya, this is, this is the truth talk. Oh, she's looking it up. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Matt, I thought I you were Dr. Do, uh, do, uh, yeah. Dr. Google. Oh, there's, a, there's an actual YouTube here of how to use your hair to flirt. There you go. I was looking for that, you know, that in tune opinion. From a female perspective here, I mean, he's talking. Listen, yeah. I have my hand through my hairs. Yeah, I have through my hairs. I just put an S on that. Fuck. <laughs> That's squirrely tan. I, <laughs> squirrely tan is here. Yeah. I, I I constantly flip my hair. I am not looking for anyone's. It's self-conscious. It's an anthropological response. It's a fluff. It is like my <laughs> hair is getting a little matted to my head and I am fluffing it to make it look fuller and, and more lovely. All right. I think what she's it's trying to say is hard. No. All right. We'll move on. <laughs> uh, next scene. Jo- yeah, <laughs> Jonesy and Riley are in the shower talking about how they're going to take their games to the, another level. Everything's on the table except leg day. Uh, they're going to skip leg day. Okay, bro, workout program, go. Gotta start with burpees, buddy. Just rip and burpee box jumps, buddy. 50 burpees, 50 push-ups. 50 burpees, 50 push-ups, stairs. Protein break. Just rip and skull crushers. Just rip and force reps. Force reps, supersets. Bird up. Just rip and anti-gravity press. Just rip and advanced kettlebell windmill. Just rip and barbell hack squats. Just rip and drop sets. Just rip and Swiss ball jackknives. Just rip and silly animal stack. Just rip and bent over, rear delt raise with head on bench. Fucking delts to die for, buddy. Just rip and cable rope overhead tricep extensions. Hashtag no excuses. Hashtag beach body. Legs. Hate doing legs. Let's skip leg day. That's the best ass wash your life right there, boys. Good work, Shorzy. Look at the hustle on Shorzy. The best ass wash your life. So there you go. Um, they're very they're very dedicated to their upper bodies, but not necessarily their legs. And Shorzy was the one uh, upside down. 
Oh, all right. There you go. Ass up. Ass up, upside down. So that's that's Jared Kiso. <laughs> okay. In case you were wondering. Uh, let's see. Shorzy. No, Shorzy never shows his face. Oh, I already said that. He's actually played by Jared Kiso. Night number two. Next scene. Back at Modine's. Wayne is back at, at uh, Big Buck Hunter. This time, he's taken McMurray to the cleaners. McMurray tells Wayne that he saw Wayne's ex, Angie, at Modine's with her boyfriend the other day. Uh, McMurray is always so descriptive when it comes to Wayne's ex-boyfriend. He came in here wearing a pair of Fandango pink pastel khakis with a white gold leather chain fucking wallet and a Creed t-shirt on. Remarkable. I know. He had a deep carrot orange fedora with a burnt orange stripe and a little cauliflower blue feather with a fucking, I don't know, looked like to be some kind of a black-bearded titmouse or some kind of shit. Do you know there's a type of bird called a bush tit? I did not. It's a type of chickadee. He also had an imperial what purple. Do, McMurray? Oh, I'm just saying it must suck balls to lose to a fucking douchebag like that. <laughs> He's very descriptive. As McMurray <laughs> finishes talking, a pretty blonde comes up to Wayne and propositions him. Uh, which makes Wayne feel a little bit better about himself. Back at the bar, Schoolie Dan and Derry are approaching the female, or, or sorry, they're appreciating the female clientele. Christ, I would snort her dandruff. <laughs> and you are giving me far too much credit, my boy. See, that's hilarious. But had, That's the best line in the whole episode. It, it is. It's great. Christ, I would snort her dandruff. I literally burst out laughing when I heard that line. <laughs> See, I giggled and I looked over and Tanya's just sitting there. I feel straight, like I did. Stone face. I? No? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe on the inside. It was so over the top and so awesome. In fact, that it came from Squirrelly Dan was even better. Yeah, exactly. So He's so confident and, and just on point and I love it. Yeah. He is, but but I, I giggled. I didn't love it. I giggled. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> Gail makes another pass at Wayne, which goes undignified with the response. The wo- the the woman that Squirrely Dan was previously admiring brushes past him, and Wayne needs to explain to Squirrely Dan how he knew she was interested in him. She's sweet on you. Get after it. You think so? You see what she just did? Touched your back and then moved on. It's called the unnecessary squeeze by. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. You notice she had about half a fucking soccer field to get past, but instead leaned in close, got a bit handsy, like there was only a tiny lane to get by? The unnecessary squeeze by. Go talk to her. Let's fire back a couple of shots first. Well, this is swiftly becoming a counterproductive practice, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in both cases, wingman Wayne has basically set up, set them both up, and they both opt to just keep on drinking. Uh, the unnecessary squeeze by, I, I know where to lie. I've seen it done a million times by guys at bars and gyms and well, anywhere that guys go trolling for women. So oh, <laughs> I think I've even been to a restaurant. And, oh, uh, do you remember that? Yes. I, oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. I don't think I know wow. that happened to you too. Yeah. So. Well, they, yeah, but that's because you were playing with your hair. That doesn't count. Let's not let's not blame Yeah, let's not blame the victim there, Victor. Come on. <laughs> uh but once again, kind of a bit of a role reversal there. Um interesting. Uh let's see. Scene eight. Next day, back at the arena, Jonesy and Riley are sitting in the stands crushing some sandos and criticizing other players, and then Katie walks up. Didn't your coach tell you to get in shape? 
So cheat that. We're gonna be ripping silly fly magics right after this, so they cancel each other out. Then it's arms. Just ripping concentration curls. Just ripping crossbody hammer curls. Just ripping alternate dumbbell bicep curls. Just ripping line close grip bar curl and high pulley. Just ripping alternate one arm dumbbell creature curls. Just ripping standing one arm bicep curl over incline bench. You're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> that sums it up right there. <laughs> so then they are dedicated though. So outside Katie stands having a smoke as she watches Jonesy and Riley run suicides on the parking lot. Uh it's apparent that they're all talking no action when it comes to their fitness, but Katie finally agrees to go watch them play in their next game. Uh next scene, night number three at Modine's, the Hicks are at the bar and a woman approaches Wayne. Hi. Oh, how are you now? Good. You? Not so bad. Um, do you know where the washroom is? Sure. Just right back there. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm Jessica. Wayne. I know. What I love about that scene, you don't hear it obviously in the clip, but when she introduces herself as Jessica, he jumps up from his seat, standing up nice and straight, shakes her hand. I'm Wayne. Class act. I loved that. That's right. What a gentleman. Wow. Does that not show his character right there? Yeah. Well, of course. And that's That's all you need to know about him. Yeah. But we're going to learn even more. Uh, Jessica clearly wants Wayne to follow her into the restroom. She walks off, but before following her, Wayne takes a moment to teach Derry and Squirrely Dan one final lesson in the in women's mating rituals. Now tell me you saw that. What? She's giving me the big eyes. That she's doing? The big eyes? You know when a gal's sweet on a dude and she's shorter than him? Instead of tilting her neck up to look at him, she'll just keep her head straight and look up with her eyes. Like puppy dog eyes. It's like, do you know where the washroom is? Versus... Do you know where the washroom is? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, big eyes. <laughs> <laughs> By that point, Squirrely Dan was so drunk. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, I know exactly what he's talking about here. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I can get, like, I mean, I'm not a tall guy, but my wife's really short. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've 100% gotten that look before where it's just sort of the eyes sort of peeking up to the top. And it's super cute. Mm-hmm. So... I get it. I fully, I was, I was on board with this scene the entire way. <laughs> uh, before following Melissa, Wayne buttons up his top shirt uh, because apparently that's what you do before you get undressed. Um, uh, leaving Class act. Dairy and himself presentable, you yeah, know, leaving Derry and Squirrely Dan sitting at the bar wondering what happened. And Gail lays into, into the both of them. Wayne, she's still giving you the big eyes. Well, you don't have to tell me twice. It's about time when I showed some finish. She's so hot, I'd jump off her dad just to see where she came from. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a great line. That's I don't amazing. care. I don't care who it came from. <laughs> Victor is rubbing his head. It hurts. I can understand. So I'm I'm watching this with with my my wife on the couch. So I uh, you know I wasn't uncomfortable, but. Uh, I, I don't know Im- how crude that is. That's brilliant. <laughs> I, I can imagine, though, you're sitting there. And how old's uh, William, did you say? 16? <laughs> He's 17. With your wife and your 17-year-old son listening to this kind of stuff. I, I warned you when, when I first asked you to do this and you were saying. But, no, no. My, my <laughs> issues 
had nothing to do with Linda and William being in the room. I just, I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Right. I don't like it out of Gale. Right. Maybe if it came from just some rando, sure. But it came from like so far this character that I'm not finding anything redeeming about. All right. Well, we're not going to change your mind about Gale, but I loved it. Does her, yeah. does her character yeah. go any deeper than this? Like, is this the only I mean, level it gets she has? Worse, if it that's gets, what you're oh for. God! It gets it does get worse. Like, I could see if we kind of had like a, a little bit of who she was, but so far it's just no. Maybe it gets, but she's just that uncomfortable character. Like yeah. you just you you learn to love her in her own uncomfortable psychotic way this, okay let me give you let me give you an analogy right uncomfortable characters king of the hill right that neighbor with the wife beater on it what yeah. was his name uh, yeah. like he's the uncomfortable character right mm-hmm. uh, there's, there's this is still something level. redeeming to him this is there's nothing redeeming to her though like i'm waiting for something like an explanation that oh no this is going somewhere there's a punchline mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not coming I think you just have maybe to, you're supposed to not like her. I don't know, maybe, but you know what? This, she, she stays true to herself. This is a <laughs> pretty large ensemble cast for any show, much less a Canadian show. So uh, you can't go deep with every single character, especially yeah. this many characters. Uh, anyway, and maybe it's coming still. Maybe in the next season we'll we'll get Gail's backstory, and maybe it's tragic. Who knows? So <laughs> on his way to the restroom, Wayne notices a posted schedule from Odin's employees and sees his ex. Angie's name on the schedule, which makes him reconsider. What oh, he, is that what it was? Yeah, I was wondering whether yeah, it's the only that. name you could actually read. Yeah, every other name is like <laughs> scrawled, like so I you can't like, read it. And I'm then like, is like this Angie. like a cleaning list? Like, what's going on with this? Why is he staring at this? Yeah, and no, why did he stop? I didn't get what was on it. Weird place to put a staff schedule just to say. It, well, the the first time I saw this back, the first time I thought that was a bathroom cleaning schedule. That's what I thought it was. I thought <laughs> like, with, 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 like, with Angie's so name. So he's like a neat freak, and he doesn't want to pull his trousers down yeah. in a dirty bathroom that's what i thought was going on no but it, it's it looks like it's a it's a it's a schedule for the waitresses maybe or the bartenders and uh and, yeah, and, it's, and yeah waitresses check your schedule yeah but the the, At the bathroom angie's name well it's also yeah. near kind of an entrance angie's name is clearly the, the only one you can read so uh yeah so yeah he sees angie's name and obviously he's he's lost the mood and uh, walks away in the opposite direction hmm. scene. Does that change your opinion about? Uh... I, I, it just <laughs> changed. It just changes the reason why he stopped. <clears throat> That's right. From a logistical standpoint, it's a really weird place to put a staff schedule. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but because there was a little confusion to it, it wasn't like such a big milestone moment or anything like that. No. It was no, just, oh, okay. Yeah. But he clearly walks away. So he doesn't go and do the deed. He, he leaves before the deed gets done. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, next scene at the hockey, a hockey game, Jonesy and Riley are having a better game and Katie is in attendance watching, but she draws the attention of Shorzy and some of the other players, which doesn't sit well with Jonesy and Riley. Piece of shit. Who brought the fucking rocket, boys? Holy fuck, boys. Whose billet sister's a fucking rocket? She is a fucking rocket. I got a fucking rocket in my pants right now. So there you go. Um, you know, there's a bunch of gales there, Victor. <laughs> a bunch of male gales. Yeah, it's not the same. They're just stupid. They're not main characters. They're not representing anything. They're just stupid idiot jocks, right? So. All right. I'm not excusing them, but I'm just saying. You and know, they're not degrading 
her. Well, they, they're, they're calling just, her a rocket. He's saying he's got. But he's they're got not a, like going into explicit detail of her the, the genitals. One had, the or one guy had her, a rocket in his pants. Anyway, it's not the same. It's not like go and listen to the language. It's two different, two different uh, hemispheres there. Yeah, we have different levels of sensitivity on this show. Apparently, yeah. Well, this is good though. This is this is good. Uh, let's see. Uh, scene eleven. The bar is emptying out. Uh, Derry and Squirrely Dan are passed out, and Wayne is still awake uh, and drinking. And then Katie shows up. Wake up, you mutants! We're missing out on all the girls who do not want to have sex with you. Awfully pedestrian effort from our boys tonight, Katie. No discount on bar tabs tonight, Chester and Charlie. What was your problem, Big Shoots? You did all right, didn't you, Wayne? Spent some time in the bathroom with a hot little spinner with such a butt on her. Took one look at it and thought, Jesus Christ, woman, you shit with that ass. Boy. <laughs> oh, man. Gail. That's the least crude thing she said so far. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Jonesy and Watt Riley show up as well, and they have a request of Katie. Okay, we don't want you coming anymore. Too distracting for the boys. Ferda. Ferda. What? Ferda <laughs> boys. She's too distracting. Ferda boys. Yeah, no, I, I heard you. I heard you say that I'm a distraction. Okay. Well, guess I'll have to find one of your teammates who dibs my digits. But we dibs those digits. <laughs> but we dibs those digits. <clears throat> Back at the bar, Gail recaps tonight's events with Wayne and then makes one final pass at him. Got this 50 bucks and no one to claim it. But say we put it in your jeans and see what else is hanging around in there while we're at it. No. Like, what's in your jeans, big fella? Nothing. I mean it, crepes. I may not go down in history, but I'll go down on you. Okay. Hmm. You want to do eight? I'll help you clean up. You go down on me? I'll owe you one. Where's that rag? There it is. <laughs> Wake up, big shoots and really big shoots. More hands make less work. Call me cake, because I'll go straight to your ass, cowboy. <laughs> Call me cake, because I'll go straight to your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do 68 i love that line yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it skipped a bit there but yeah 68 i'll go down and you owe me one or the other way around anyway yeah, yeah no, that's it she, she, she tells the, the cake line and that's when squirrely dan wakes up and he goes there's cake <laughs> is that when the egg falls out of his mouth yep yep that yeah. he had the pickled egg and he fell asleep with the pickled egg <laughs> in his mouth and one last Wayne's wor- word of wisdom there. And this one here uh, is, it comes up a lot. More hands make less work. More hands make less work. It, it seems like such a perfect farm boy kind of uh, saying. Did your, did your buddy have that saying too, uh, Matt? He had the um, be a man at night. You can be a man in the morning saying. Oh, no, no, that, that was it. That was the extent of his wisdom. <laughs> All right, and then uh, the only other thing that's left is the post-credit scene. Did you guys check out the post-credit scene in this one? I forgot. Again, oh. unfortunately, I did. Oh, you did. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I think Matt, you would have really would have enjoyed this, and this one's probably oh, the. Damn most- it. <laughs> so it's basically the two hockey. I don't have the clip, but it's basically the two hockey players. And at first, it seems like they're laying in bed with each other, uh, <laughs> uh, whispering sweet nothings to each other. 
and uh, later on the camera pulls back and they're actually FaceTiming each other. They're, they're just talking about how they crushed it that day. And, and then uh, Riley goes into big, great detail and about the sandwich that he made. And, and then afterwards they're like, all right, there's only one thing left to do and that's masturbate. And then they each kind of like log off from their FaceTime <laughs> chat and log on to some porn. And then that's how the scene ends. It's, it's really ridiculous. It's totally reasonable. Yeah. It's, <laughs> It's, it's what you know typical guy friends talk about yeah, really? uh, is that yeah. what happens no it's absolutely <laughs> no, it not what happens <laughs> oh my god for jonesy and riley that's what happens but uh, that's yeah. it all right guys and just the, the the eyes they were making at each other yeah and the whole thing was just weird it was it <laughs> not was. a burden or anything yeah yeah they really they really play up the whole homoerotic homeo homoerotic uh relationship that those two have <laughs> I mean, I just love. I get. I know there was a there was one scene when they were running the um, sprints, doing like the suicides, the yeah. runs in the in the parking lot there. And it, what cracks me up is how the the way they talk is like they're constantly being coached, yeah. even by themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay, all right, take any boys. Let's do this, boys. Like everything's like there's always someone talking to them. Yeah, um, guiding them through their through their days, even though it's just each other. Well, I hear the crickets. Yeah, that's that's uh, Matt there. He's out on the front porch. <laughs> That's where, that's where that's where I reside. That's yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's uh, let's get some uh, final ratings for this episode. Who are we going to start with? Let's start with uh, let's let's start with Victor because I feel like this one's going to be you know pretty obvious. Yeah. Would you yeah, give this episode it. a fresh, <laughs> a clearance, or a compost, Victor? It's for the compost for me, my oh. friend. Oh, so th- this is the worst episode thus far. First compost. And I only hope we never get a, an episode this bad again. Oh, wow. Matt, really? Matt's so like, yeah, he's like wound up. All right. Let, let's <laughs> so con- compost from Victor. That's no problem. Um, uh, let's go to Tanya now. Tanya, what would you say? What would you, give um, us? you know what? I was I was happy that uh, we didn't have to see any of the skids this episode or uh, <laughs> or the creepy um, church minister. <laughs> Um, which was a bonus for me because I'm not a fan of the, but that Gail is just, I, I, there was no storyline. There was no depth to it. It was just hornballs and can we pick up? And there was nothing else to it. There was nothing that captured enough of my interest. So absolutely compost. Wow. Really? Compost. But- yeah. Comparison to Fart Book. I know, right? This like, this is, I don't understand. <laughs> Fart Book. Had... Where, where did you find these people, though? <laughs> Fart Book had storyline to it. We yeah. got it, and we got did to it? see, we got to see another side of the skids, their intelligence, their, their, you know, working together and. They acted two, out two the people. social network. We've seen <laughs> that movie. No, but, but we saw depth to their characters. We saw. Wayne, you know, having the fights and there was a level of, you no, know, there was absolutely, there's night and day between the two. Now, now, Matt, every, and, and Squirrely Dan brought There is night and day between the two. Your, your rating is your, is your rating, Matt. Yeah. So let's not. Uh, I know, I know. I'm there, sorry. This I'm just confused. fell short completely. Where's the storyline? There's no storyline. There was no, there was a few character hints here and there of, of, of who we're looking at and who we're getting to know. But there, it just fell short. There was nothing else. It was just, it was just that. All right. I mean, all right. Okay. So, so you, you, you've given it a compost and that's, that's great. Uh, Matt, what, 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 do you, what would you say? Oh, hundred percent fresh. 
like this one, I, I, I laughed from start to finish. I mean, yes, the depth of story is not there, but the, the lines were gold. It, it flowed well. It didn't leave me no. bored at any moment. Squirrely <laughs> Dan was so on fire. Um, I just, I laughed my ass off from, from the beginning of the thing to the end of this one. Did you watch this one with Jen? No, no, oh, no. I watched okay. this one with the baby. <laughs> what, what, what did the baby? What did the baby think? Was, did he think it was too? Uh, yeah, I mean, Gale? he cried through most of it, so I don't know if that's. I don't know if that, that speaks to his baby. All right, um, fair enough. All right, so for my rating, I'm actually I'm going to give this one uh, a clearance. Uh, I, I wasn't as high on it as as um, as Matt. Obviously, I, I agree with Victor and Tanya in that the character development in this one is very minimal. I think we learned a little bit more about Wayne's character, and that's about it. Because uh, everything else was was just kind of about you know uh, about spring fever, about getting laid and and stuff. And I think we learned a lot about Gail's character, but obviously uh, she's not for everyone. So I, I'm going to give this one a clearance. Uh, just you know, again, hindsight being 2020, I know what's coming. So uh, I know there's much better out there than this one, but I'm, I'm not. So what made it good for you to give it a clearance? I think there's just some classic lines in there. And I, I, I enjoyed yeah. the whole wing man, wing man, Wayne, like, uh, angle. Like I, I, see, I enjoyed that. Yes. Yeah. See, I, what I'd say is, I mean, I watch a lot of movies, I watch a lot of TV. I like this kind of stuff. I'm okay. Sacrificing character development in in cases if i'm thoroughly entertained and this one kept me entertained even though i knew there wasn't a lot going on so again i thought the scripting in this one was so on point yes gail does her gail thing she's over the top lover or hater there's some good lines it's really dance spot on the wisdom from wayne was 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 on point like even even seeing some more of um Riley and uh, jonesy there like those two crack me up and and, and get to get to know them a little bit more um I, I just again, I just laughed. Mm-hmm. That's all that mattered. I laughed. If if uh, if there was like a scale within clearance, I'd probably give this a low clearance. I think it's. Uh, I actually put this one kind of on, for me on par with Fart Book. Uh, I put it around that, that same low oh clearance. My. Yeah, for sure. Wow. No, so I was bored with wow. Fart Book. Sure. I liked it for five minutes and then I gave up and was just kind of like, all right, yeah. let's get through this thing. Yeah. The only thing that kept my attention in this episode was Wayne and his character and mm-hmm. his insights and how he thinks mm-hmm. and what he's again, building his character, but everything else just went to, to, to shit. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's fair. fair enough. Yeah. All right. Let's, I let's agree. go to our um, uh, rankings now. So I have a top three is top three enough or do you guys want to go top five? Because right now, there's only been four episodes so far. No, so. I know, I know, but we're going to add the fourth now, and and I have a feeling I know how the rankings are going to go. But well, for for Victor anyway. Well, let's uh, just leave it at three for now. Okay, we'll leave it at three for now. So, Victor, we'll, we'll start with you. You have Firebook number one, Super Soft Birthday, Ain't No Reason to uh, Get Excited, which is the 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 first episode number three. Does this yep. knock any one of those off your top three? No, no, it just brings the other ones. Uh, anchoring down because it, you know, they're all connected, but, uh, yeah, no, no, it, it, it goes right to the bottom. All right. Uh, Tanya, same to you. Fart book, super soft birthday. Ain't no reason to get excited. Does this knock anyone off? Absolutely not. No. All right. And here's, I think we're, we're going to get some differences. Uh, Matt, super soft Uh, birthday. Number one, ain't no reason to get excited. Number two and fart book. Number three, uh, does this knock any of those three off? Well, it does. I'm just trying to think of where to put it. 
You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave super soft at number one, and I'm gonna put this at number two. Really? Okay, so fart yeah. books off. All oh right. yeah, it's gonna stay off. It's <laughs> it, it, to me, it didn't it didn't fit. Yeah. All right. Felt there so was so much character building in that one. No, there was and comedy and comedy. <laughs> that I. I, and I, I can't believe it's coming out of my mouth because that one was the one that I was least interested. I thought okay. it was the you, stupidest you know one. Compared, you know what I compared for? Think of like any show, like even The Simpsons or something. When they take those episodes and they recreate something else using the characters within the show. Mm-hmm. That's what they did in Fartbook. Yeah. It was, I, it had some moments, but I thought they, they completely recreated a, a story that already exists for fun. Mm-hmm. It's fine. They did that. But that's what they did. So I, I don't I know. Character development because it was all taken from somewhere. Uh, it was inspired from a different source. No, no, because in that universe, Facebook existed. So they, it's not like they were trying to kind of do a parody of that. They, they it was right, they right, were guys. completely self-aware. We, we they were as, as they would say in the show, we fucked that pig in the last episode. So let's uh, <laughs> let's, let's move on. It's a passionate topic, Al. It is no, and that's fine. This is good. This is good. If we all agreed, this would be a boring boring uh, podcast, would it not? All right. Uh, what I do see, though, is there seems to be a line drawn between Matt and myself and Victor and Tanya, which is I uh, hope it doesn't always it's not always this way, but we'll see. So with mine, my rating, I'm going to push uh, I'm going to put this one third. This one pushes fart book off off the uh, my wow. top three. Yeah, there is a definite line there. Yeah, there's a line, but it but it's my third, not my second. All right. But it's interesting to me, though, too, because you guys already know some of the characters better than yeah. than what Victor and I know. So hopefully that's the reason for the, the difference in opinions. Maybe Matt and I know more of what's coming. And so we're, we're you know, th- that could be it. We could be tainted by it, biased by it. Who knows? Uh, so let's just move on really quickly here to some uh, listener comments. Uh, just to, some stuff from uh, I'd already mentioned uh, we have some new Twitter followers. So, for example, Miriam from Toronto, she said, not to be impolite, but you started a podcast and take a vacation already. That's a, in reference to in reference to, to Matt. Sorry, not sorry, Miriam. Uh, and actually, I think Matt. But, but I got to but I got to rock my flip flops for the week, so that was nice. Yeah, and and I like your I like your response to to Miriam. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Uh, oh, I can't remember now. Something about some degen decided. Oh, here we go. I heard some flip flop sporting degen effed off for the week so yes uh, <laughs> thank you miriam and i uh, hope hope you keep listening um uh hey you kids love Ke- letter kenny don't you you might want to follow at produce stand pod uh pitter patter that's from crazy talk al that's allison um thank you very much and uh, not enough people know about at produce stand pod just stumbled upon it today that's from amy Whit- whitaker thank you very much amy and then, of course, oh, so Jason uh, sent us that that um, uh, the the um, the tweet about enjoying the show. But he also did uh, he I think he took exception to some of Victor's uh, comments in the last uh, in the last episode as well, because he in another tweet, he said, I'm on my fourth watch through what you guys don't understand is that the characters are developed. They are true to who they are uh, through the whole series. The show the show as a whole develops through the next three to four seasons. Also, lighten up. It's a comedy. Fucking embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I sir. It. I love it. I, I feel like that might have been directed a little to Victor, but that's okay. Thank you, Jason, for listening. And, and uh, Victor, do you want to respond at all? 
No, it's fair. I mean, it's yeah. a comedy, but you yeah. can still, enjoy, you know, you can have uh, levels of enjoyment towards a comedy, and uh, for sure, and, you know, for sure. That's, Again, that, it's all good. Yeah, yeah I, he he'll he'll enjoy my comments in this episode even more. So, oh, I know, uh, I know. <laughs> through, through this whole episode, all I'm thinking was what he was saying, and yeah, he's. I don't know if he's. Uh, hopefully, he keeps listening. But uh, anyway, we we may lose a listener, but no. uh, you know what you're gonna do, Jason. <laughs> Uh, like I said before, if we all agreed, this would be a boring podcast. So for now, half of us agree with you. Half of us disagree with you. I think the line is drawn. The line has been drawn in the sand. But but just to dispute the comment, if I could, <laughs> didn't you all say that um, there was a deepening of the character, um, the, the skid guy? The, the Yeah. Yes. Yes. Later. They do develop. Uh, some of them do develop. We're, we're a yeah. bit out from that. Yeah. G- Gale, Gale does not develop, but the other, some of the others do. Uh, so uh, stay tuned. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, do anyone, uh, final comments. Uh, does anyone have any final comments? Uh, Matt, did you have anything final to say? No. Uh, I'm disappointed at some of your ratings. <laughs> just, just full clarity, but uh, no, this one was a fun one for me. Yeah. And uh this is the, I know I didn't fall asleep. This is one of the episodes that made me love this show. Um, I, I like I said, like it or not, I laughed my ass through the whole uh, through the whole episode and um, just thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, Victor, anything you want to say? It can only get better. So I'm looking forward to the next episode. <laughs> All right, uh, Tanya. Uh, yeah, what Victor said. My goodness. Yeah, we're at the bottom. Let's go from here. All right. Uh, only go up. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much uh, tonight. I'm going to play us out here with a track from this episode. Uh, it's called That's It, That's All by uh, We Are the City. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, guys. This is it's got a really kind of soothing vibe to it. I feel like I'm on WKRP. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we'll recap episode five from season one, Rave. Oh, yes, Tan, you're going to love this one. Lots of skids in this one. Oh, sh- most, <laughs> most facts discussed in this episode, uh, podcast are courtesy of Letterkenny's fandom page. Please rate us on iTunes if you'd like the show. Follow us on Twitter at, uh, at ProduceStandPod. Uh, we also invite you to visit our website, theproducestandpod.com, for episode recaps, lists of our favorite episodes, and to email us. If you email us, we might even read your email on the podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're now going to skip leg day and crush some sandos. From all of us at the Produce Stand, good night. It's Friday.